0: early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode 30 of the Create What You Crave podcast, the one where we dive deeper into people-pleasing. Welcome to the Create What You Crave podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hello. Good to be with you again. How was your week, my friends? In last week's episode, we talked about how to create what you want when you don't think you have enough time. And I hope you took some time to think about what you want and put a plan together. And if you did, was it hard to figure out what you wanted? To state out loud or are you concerned about what other people might think about it? And that leads us to our topic today on one of the derailers I talk about, people-pleasing. So let's dive deeper, okay? We've heard all about people-pleasing that need to be liked by others, that need to not rock the boat so you agree to make people happy. You just do it without even asking them, right? But there's a deeper level to it. I was talking with a new client recently about what she really wanted and she was having a difficult time coming up with anything. Her go-to thoughts were about letting others have things they want and how that was ultimately easier for her. And I thought that was so fascinating. And I asked her, is it really easier for you? Think about that. When you dismiss what you want in the name of making other people happy or it's just easier to let them have what they want because you fear they won't like your choice, you open yourself up to feel resentment. So let me give you a scenario, okay? That's super common, super easy, but notice where it goes, all right? So your friend wants to go out to dinner and is craving Italian and you can't eat gluten, right? There's You have a health issue, you're a gluten-free person. So it's hard for you to find things to eat at an Italian restaurant but not wanting to assert your position in the name of making waves, you agree with her choice. So dinner comes and goes and you didn't really find much to eat. So you kind of had to create your own dinner piecemeal and you are simmering the entire time. So on your way home, you replay the evening in your head. And the more you think about it, the more pissed off you get. You begin to resent your friend for always getting her way. And you're angry that you didn't get a decent meal. And you go off on a tangent about how you can never find anything to eat when you go out to a restaurant because you're gluten sensitivity. Why don't more restaurants offer gluten free items? And then your brain goes off, right? And pretty soon you are feeling righteous indignation at the entire situation and blame your friend for making a bad choice in places to eat. You see her differently, you're looking at her differently, and you tell yourself, You would have made a much better choice in a place to eat, and you would have gotten the meal that you wanted. I mean, this happens all the time. And when I say it out loud, are you like going, whoa, what is happening inside that person's brain, right? I mean, this is all in our head. It's a one-woman show worthy of Broadway, right? I mean, it packs a punch, and it did nothing for you. You feel awful. But who has the ultimate responsibility for this situation? You do. By not saying what you want, you abdicate your rights to a choice. You abdicate responsibility for sharing what you want, and you don't hold yourself accountable for anything. You abdicate any responsibility that you have as an adult. And this plays out over and over again. It just becomes a habit, one that holds you back and keeps you from getting what you really want. This scenario plays out so often in various situations in every single human in the world. And I'm here to tell you it's completely avoidable. Your brain is going to want to avoid discomfort. And it tells you that sharing what you want will be uncomfortable. So it's easier for you just not to share and just go along with what others want, all in the name of avoiding discomfort. But here's the truth, my friends. Please hear me you are already feeling discomfort. You're ruminating on this and spending much more time on avoiding than you would if you just shared what you want. I know of where I speak. (laughs) So you do things that your brain tells you will help you avoid feeling bad and some can have consequences. I mean, think about this. You know, people would avoid feeling bad. What do they do? They drink take drugs, shop, overeat, gamble, whatever. These are addictive behaviors. They're all geared to numb you so you don't feel. People-pleasing is another behavior that helps you push aside that uncomfortable feeling just for the time being. And guess what? It's going to come back because you didn't address the real issue of what you want. Now, another reason you people-please is to avoid making a decision that you fear Might not work out. You don't want to experience the consequences of a failed decision. So you get everyone's opinion and let them decide what to do or choose their suggestion. You may not even agree with it, but you choose it to avoid the negative feelings of making your own choice and the possibility that it'll fail. So, what do we do about this? Right? I mean, because we do this all the time. So, first, You need to notice when you do it. What are the situations that you notice that your go to behavior is people pleasing? And when you notice them and begin to track them, look at them without judgment. Maybe there are patterns, right? And that's just good information for you. And I know the not judgment piece, that's the hard part, but no judgment, my friends. This is a judgment free zone. And I use this phrase with my clients a lot on myself if i'm being honest okay here you go ready all oh, right this is the part where and then i just fill in the blank so you say all oh, right this is the part where and then you fill in the blank with whatever habitual behavior that you typically do in a particular situation right so here's an example like all oh, right This is the part where I get pissed that I can't find anything to eat on the menu of a restaurant that I didn't choose, but I agreed to go to. Oh, okay. It's almost like, oh, all right, well, this makes sense. Okay, this is the part. You know it. It's almost like you're looking at it like a movie that you've seen a gajillion times, right? So like, this is the part where Harry decides he really does love Sally and he runs to meet her at the New Year's Eve party because he wants to tell her that. Okay, Harry met Sally one of my favorite movies, I could recite it for you. It's so good. But notice when I say that, oh yeah, this is the part. I already know what's gonna happen, right? I've seen that movie over and over again. I could recite it, right? But it's the same for you in your own life with your own behavior. You know what you do. You watch yourself do it over and over and over. But now you have the tools of noticing seeing where the repetitive behavior is and what it looks like. This is so powerful. You can't expect yourself to make any changes until you first notice what behaviors and thoughts you have that need shifting, right? And transformation isn't comfortable. Just ask a caterpillar. I want you to think about that, right? First, you have this long, ugly, caterpillar that slithers along the ground eating only green leaves and is a favorite meal of some birds right i mean if you ever really looked at a caterpillar they're not really that attractive right so once they get to a certain certain stage they stop eating and weave their own cocoon of silk around their plump little bodies now this isn't a spacious pod to be in they don't give themselves extra room to grow no they spin the tightest pod they can knowing that they have only that space to make the most dramatic transformation known in nature have you ever watched a time lapse video of this it's incredible to watch the struggle that goes on inside this little pod and the result is even more incredible that caterpillar knew what it wanted and set out to get it it wasn't easy and there was a whole lot of discomfort and the result Is a stunning display of beauty. The leaf eating caterpillar turns into a beautiful butterfly that only eats pollen. It actually is responsible for creating more beauty in the world. That's what happens when you allow yourself to feel the discomfort and move through it. The discomfort isn't a problem, it's what you make the discomfort mean that creates more discomfort for you. So practice these things, my friends. Notice your habitual people-pleasing behaviors without judgment. Use the phrase, oh yeah, this is the part where I take responsibility for your wants and needs and say what you really want. This is what I help my clients do. Slow down enough to see themselves clearly so they can make the shifts necessary to get them to where they wanna go. And I can do this with you too. I would love to do this with you. Get on my calendar so we can chat about what becoming the beautiful butterfly means to you and how you can do it. All right. Until next time, my friends, remember, I believe in you.